0: all right everybody welcome back to another uncalled for podcast um just me today um I mean Jesus Christ what's it been couple months at least since we've done one of these you know like I think the last time I apologize for being inconsistent I thought it would be the last but um shit I mean unfortunately you know for our fans us as individuals in the group all have different things going on and trying to get together and put this together sometimes can be difficult or trying to put together like video ideas can be difficult um especially since we're not you know established really or anything it's just kind of um something to do from time to time um but yeah i mean i guess this is just sort of like An update you know the future of uncalled for I guess Um, for our loyal fans don't worry we're not going anywhere but I'm gonna make a promise again we will be more consistent now over the week of the 4th of July there probably won't be an episode Um, I'm going out of town everybody's kinda going their own separate ways um i won't be able to bring my setup to to make one of these while i'm away um but anyway oh, let's see i mean got a few video ideas um should i bought something for a video actually like i don't know two months ago you know right off the back i think um, this might have been longer than two months ago it's right off the back of our Crossbar challenge video um, that's up on our YouTube for uncalled for on YouTube um, Can't find it on YouTube um, For whatever, you know, the algorithm works sometimes when you search things you can go over to The uncalled for on Twitter THEE uncalled for um, Go to our, our Twitter I think I said that's what our Twitter is. Okay, so you can go to our Twitter You can find the link for that um, and watch it share it with your friends and um, Pretty good video. Um, could be better. Definitely things we want to improve on. Uh, but this, the stuff I bought for this is going to take it up a notch. You know, it might not be like a crossbar video, but it'll be a forfeit of some sort. But it's going to be taking it up a, a, one hell of a step from where we were last time. Um, so that's where we are on that. I mean, we. I'm going to say that that'll probably be done after um, 4th of July holiday. Um once once i get back we can probably try and get together and get get that squared away um so yeah i mean shit that's been about it just really working and uh between working and going to the gym and pretty much other guys having other things going on um yeah i'm in the process of getting a new job and everything like that so it's just kind of been Taking up a lot of my time uh which isn't fair to you guys i mean the 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 people that are our listeners and you know we still i check our stats and we still get new listeners all the time and um it's not fair to them if if they enjoy it and they want more and we've been really slacking big time on it um so yeah it's kind of a shame that (laughs) a shame on us big time that we've been been I mean, inconsistent's not even the fucking word. We're straight up disrespectful to y'all. So, uh, we'll be better, um, you know, just trying to work out the kinks of everything and get everybody on the same page, um, so, <sighs> shit, Arnie, fucking only four minutes in, like, Jesus Christ, you'd have thought, I feel like I've been talking forever, it's different when you're by yourself, um, so I guess it's, what's going on in the world, uh, a couple weeks ago, Logan Paul fought Floyd Mayweather. You know, we wanted to make an episode on that, but just um, didn't get a chance to. I guess I'll just talk about it now. Um, I, see, here's the, <clears throat> here's the thing. I honestly thought going into that, I thought I didn't think Floyd Mayweather. Well, fo- holy shit, that was a that was a tongue twister for some reason for me um i didn't think floyd mayweather would knock him out um i the way it went was sort of how i thought it would go i didn't think that logan paul would knock him out because let's look at it historically right we've watched logan paul fight twice before okay he fought ksi right who is not a very good boxer now at the same he never I mean he did get a knockdown technically on KSI but it was kind of cheap and all that but still he still knocked him down but a guy who has one knockdown in two fights now I know the other one was with headgear and, and all that but it's not somebody that's shown like devastating power nothing that Floyd had never seen before in his career fighting um you know, like Maidana or, or Canelo and Pacquiao. Um, Shane Mosley. All these guys that he's fought that have legit power. Never been able to stop him before. Or all or Logan Paul is going to bring something to the table he hadn't seen. Now, yes, the size. The size difference. You know. And leading up to it, people were like, oh, you know, there's weight classes for a reason. And obviously there's truth to that you know but we're talking there's weight classes for a reason in professional boxing you know nobody 10 years ago nobody was saying hey floyd why don't you move up and fight i don't know Vitali klitschko okay that then for sure yeah a jab would probably would drop floyd if he could even hit him you know so when you're talking about that or it's like okay 15 years ago Floyd um fight uh, Roy Jones Jr. Okay. Again, you'll see why there's weight classes in professional boxing. Okay, we're talking about a guy who you know maybe for I don't want to hate on Logan and Jake Paul too much cuz here's the thing. End of the day, they still get in there and they put it on the line. You know, and yes, I know they're millionaires and all that kind of shit, but the thing is, is they have egos, you know, and if if they become a meme on Twitter, that sh- that's going to eat up at them because they already have millions in the bank. It's, you know, they not all the time are they going to be just, you know, that's enough to get me through the night. You know, maybe for somebody like me or you guys that don't have anything, it's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'll become a meme on Twitter if I can have fucking $20 million. But to them, you know, you're putting a lot out there. You know, and, um, you know, you claim to train for three years now, and you have to show it. Um, did I think Logan Paul looked like a guy who's maybe been train- training for three years? Yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, it's, it's hard to tell, too, because when you – the skill gap's so huge. Like, you're talking about a guy who's fighting somebody who – as far as if you look at it as just pure skill, probably the most, the most skillful defensive boxer um, that has ever lived. And um, he's going to make anybody he fights look bad, you know, and he's going to make you miss. And yeah, Floyd was taking it easy on him, you know. Floyd did the same thing with Connor. People forget that. You know, Connor went, what, 10 rounds? before getting finished and dropped either you know the ref stopped it but floyd carried him for let him have a few rounds and yeah connor was better first off in the first few rounds you know aesthetically but you're talking about a guy who's been i know not boxing but has been in a combat sport for over a decade a professional um combat sports athlete you know at the time was at the peak of his game you know in mma and striking he's not a grappler he's a he's a through and through striker you know so um yeah i mean floyd carried him in that you know not as you could tell and look on floyd's face when he was in there with logan he wasn't scared you know he wasn't he wasn't he didn't have fear a lot of times you see him he's he's pressuring him he's trying to walk him down. He's got a smile on his face. But, you know, early on, he he was respecting the size difference. You know, anytime time um, Logan would give him a feint, you know, he would back off. He'd move. He'd, he'd circle, and he'd come back in and do the same thing. He was respecting it. And at the end of that first round, we saw that flurry. Now, that looked like – Logan Paul looked like a guy who didn't have experience in that moment uh, because he didn't have him hurt. And he threw a lot of punches that fundamentally are bad. It's been covered on YouTube thoroughly that Logan Paul does not throw, you know, punches with great technique and a lot of power because he doesn't turn his hands over. He kind of wings and throws a lot of arm punches. Now, that's not the end all be all, okay? I mean, there are professional boxers that threw, I guess, arm punches that had great careers. Joe, Calzag- Joe Calzaghi is a kind of an example. wasn't a power puncher, threw a lot of arm, you know, arm punches and things like that. Very fast, very elusive. You know, <laughs> granted, I'm talking about him. You know, who's one of the who's a legend and was undefeated. And um, he's talking comparing it to Logan Paul, but I'm just saying, you know, as far as it's not condemning all the time for them to have, you know, knockout power. That's not the end all be all, but on the other hand when you're the bigger guy in a boxing match you're expected that that's going to be the difference you you know that that's what you're hoping to see um which you didn't but hey you know what's weird everybody that wanted to shit on it like still watched it right and that was the goal of floyd and logan paul wanted you to watch it and and i'll be honest with you like going into it like when they first were in the ring and getting ready to fight like i was nervous like i felt nervous even though i felt like i knew it was gonna happen it's just like you almost can't even believe what you're seeing you know what i mean and, and it is the feeling of anything can happen you have that feeling it's natural you know um but you know it was an interesting night i thought the fight the fight card was good Badoo jack had a good um i mean he looked all right he looked you know, as good as you'd expect against a guy who was a last-minute opponent. Um, And definitely, I remember, if I remember correctly, in that fight, that guy got a point deducted for holding, clearly was just trying to hang on from the first bell, and, uh, you know, but he looked good, he did what he had to do, got the guy out of there, and uh, got a win. Um, Since Pascal tested positive for fucking, like, four different, Peds, uh, but I tell you what, fight of the night, and um, Jared Hurd and I oh, God I can't remember that guy's name that he fought, uh, but that dude, man, I- I'm a Jared Hurd fan. You know, all the guys here in Unocalva were from like Northern Virginia, most of us. You know, like near DC and all that. Um, Jared Hurd's from from Maryland. You know, grew up in DC and in Maryland and all that. So like kind of a hometown guy for us. I've seen him fight in person. I saw him fight at uh, my college in um year and a half ago, two no, two years ago now. Um he fought at my college, you know, kind of a homecoming fight for him. Um and he lost to Williams, um and lost his belts. That was his first loss. And he looked didn't look good in that fight at all. And it looked like the same Jarrett Heard from that fight that fought recently, and I know the circumstance are different. He just lost his father, who was his coach and all that. I know that's terrible. You know, maybe he should have taken more time before coming back, but would that really have made that much of a difference? I don't know. I mean he looked dangerous. I know the guy looked the guy was fighting like he got tired at some point in the fight, but that dude was wailing on him. like I, I thought the way the first like five rounds went I was like, there's no way this guy can keep up this pace. You know he's he looks like he's really 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 trying to get him out of there, um. And oh, and what was crazy too was, and this was a this was big this was big in that fight. If if you guys remember when it started raining and the rain was getting in the ring, and they were slipping, and then they had to give a break because they had to dry off the ring, you know, and things like that. I personally thought like that was ridiculous and that changes the course of a fight greatly because you know how it is you know when you're fighting i think they fought 10 rounds i think it was a 10 round fight they had like that's a long time right and um when you in the middle of a round when you're tired especially the guy he was fighting explosive throwing vicious combinations um that's gonna gas you out but then they have to give I don't know, a minute, minute and a half break to wipe down the ring so you don't slip again on the fucking decals that they have on there. Like, that's big. You can recover and rest, and it's good for Jeraher too because he might have been hurt, so it gives him a chance to recover. But the other guy, you know, um, if, there, if he wasn't hurt and he's getting gas, it gives him a chance to get a breather. And that doesn't happen in any indoor, you know, facility, obviously, that these guys normally would fight at in Vegas or, you know you don't ever see boxing matches happen outdoors often you know and um that's a big reason why you know when the when the especially when it's in miami it's hot it's humid it's raining and all that kind of shit like if it was a rate like if that fight would have been if it could have gone either way like it wasn't one-sided, like it was. And Jarrett heard it was a split decision. He lost a split decision. It shouldn't have been. It should have been unanimous. He clearly lost that fight. Lost almost every fucking round, in my opinion. Um, I would have gone on the commission and said that's bullshit because he got a chance to recover because of the rain, all this, and you know I would have done everything I can if that would have been me in that position. If it was close, um, you know I know you got to own up to your defeats, but. You know, and things like that. When you have a lot on the line, Jared heard had a lot on the line. You have it. you chasing a Charlo fight, you know. And you already lost once. You lost your belts. You lost your O. Um, and being undefeated anymore is well. Floyd Mayweather made that a, a made that everybody's end all be all is being undefeated, protecting that O. You know, um, and it doesn't happen very often. That fighters become champions and then retire undefeated it's extremely extremely rare to ever happen um but floyd kind of made that you know popular where everybody looks at it that way now um but now when you lose that you're chasing a charlo fight you won't have any belts and you come up with this and it's a big stage you know i know people calling it a freak show but you're fighting under on a Floyd card, and you, there's a lot of eyes on this, and you you have to show up. This is the big moment. This is your big moment. You know when he fought in at my college at George Mason um, when he lost. I think that was um, on Fox. I don't. I know it was televised locally. I don't know if it was a nationwide, you know, broadcast that he was on there um, with Fox, but you know. You can't, you keep losing like this, that chance is gonna go away. You know, and we love to see, you know, the D.C. boys, the guys from Maryland or D.C. do well. You know, that's why Lamont Peterson was like an icon in this area for a few years when he beat Amir Khan. You know, and Jared Hurd felt like he was getting in that direction um or i mean or was you know he was a champion um and but it feels like it's slipping away and he's got to make a lot of adjustments if he really really wants to get back there and i think he they fought at a higher weight class than he normally does for this and they did it for him you know because he he i think they said he was weighing he weighed like 210 pounds or some shit like that you know and it's like he used to get down to like 154 you know and they fought at a higher weight class for him and he still loses um you know love Jared hurd i want to see him do well and um it was just disappointing and i'm i'm sure he was disappointed too um but it's life so kudos for him for uh you know taking a fight after he lost his father because i can only imagine how hard that would be especially when it's your trainer let alone losing your father if you're close to him but if that's your trainer that's the guy that show that you show up to work and answer to every day as your as your father and your coach you know every day that's the one that pushes you and you lose that god that must be just the worst feeling in the world um but yeah it was an awesome fight you know i i I hope everybody had tuned in to the uh, event by then so they could at least watch that. And the guy he fought, um, I think they said he was, uh, in, before people were telling him he needed to quit boxing and get a real job. And for him to beat a guy who's a former world champ, you know, I'm sure for him that was, he was just over the moon. So kudos to him. But yeah, and, and then around that weekend or after that, Jake Paul got announced that he... It was announced that Jake Paul is fighting Tyron Woodley. Now, I tell you what. I tell you what. That is something I'm excited for. I would love to see... Um, well, here's the thing. This is the first time that... I, Jake Paul's really fighting somebody that can hurt him. I knew going into the Ben Askren fight... That Ben Askren had no fucking chance in a boxing match this I'm not lying I think most guys on the street would give Ben Askren a run for his money I really believe that um, he is n- no he's, he's the least explosive athlete I think I've ever seen and it's amazing being a wrestler an Olympic wrestler at that that you have you're not explosive. I know you're older, I know you just had hip surgery, but still. When I watched him fight Damien Maya, and Damien Maya was fucking piecing him up on the feet, that was all I needed to see. That was all I needed. Um that if any guy has any sort of power and you eliminate, you know, you go in this and Askren has no chance of hurting him he doesn't hit hard he's not fast this was this was i think this was a easier fight than when jake paul fought annison gibb and um i guess i can touch on that in a little bit too but annison gibb you know at least had trained specifically in boxing for a little bit longer and um has proved that he's tough and all that kind of stuff. and uh, But still, even hey, Jake Paul showed up on the day and has finished everybody that's gotten in there. That's what's, impre- that's what's more impressive to me. Um, you know, so Tyron Woodley on the flip side. I know he's older. I think he's like 39 now. He's lost his last. Woodley, Colby, Gilbert Burns, and... Vincente Luque, um, his last four fights, he's been dominated in every one of them. But here's the difference he's not fighting like a fucking Damian Maya, like Ben Askren was, and getting pieced up. He's fighting Usman, who, I mean, basically just mauled him grappling wise for five rounds. Um, who has Usman has gone on to be the best welterweight since GSP, and might be on his way to being on that level, or maybe even pass it one day, um, if the longevity holds up for him. Uh, Colby Covington, who is, if love him or hate him, is an amazing fighter. Gilbert Burns, explosive, awesome fighter in his own right. And then, Vincente Luque, I mean, that dude's a fucking beast. Everybody that steps in the octagon with that man, like, y- you're going to lose a piece of yourself. Win or lose. Um, Mike Perry's nose has never been the same since then. Um, the only person that's ever actually kind of, well, beat Luque easily was Stephen Thompson, was Wonderboy, but... I mean, I think that was just more of a style thing. Wonderboy can give anybody an issue on any day. I think he would give Usman... I think he might be Usman's... I think Colby definitely would be an issue just because they kind of match up the same with Usman and Colby. But I think Wonderboy would be maybe Usman's toughest test just because the style is so different. It's so awkward for somebody like that. Um, but Luke is a beast, man. Like, that dude can throw and he's not scared to get hit and woodley and luke had a firefight until uh woodley got dropped and got submitted so i don't want to hold those losses they the ufc were like oh you're on a losing streak let's give you fucking everybody let's give you the hardest fights in a division they weren't giving him you know like i said damian mayas or or a nate diaz you know like in my opinion as much as it's exciting to watch you know a nate diaz event like he's not a contender he's just not you know and um so he didn't get any layups um they they made him run the gauntlet before they kicked him out and um i'm happy he's getting a payday but still willie throws bombs he throws heat and people say he trains with wildcard boxing and freddie roach you know if, if that's true and he's and he does it like He's done it consistently and practiced it, you know, and actually sparred boxers and things like that in a in a boxing format, not sparring boxers in an, in an MMA format, you know. If as long as he's been in that realm and he's done it for years, I think will definitely the advantage Woodley, right? Because you're you know world champion, former world champion, um, has been doing it longer than Jake Paul, um, but still, I mean. I... I'm not gonna say it's a layup for Tyron Woodley because and Tyron Woodley said it himself. He's like you think I'm taking this fight lightly, you're you're crazy. He's like he said, he said Jake Paul is a real fighter. He gets in there and fights. He gets in that ring and he fights and he knocks dudes out. I'm not taking this lightly. Um and that's good. I'm I, I hope that's true. I hope he's I hope he's not doing it for just a payday and I don't think he is I think after he watched his boy Ben Askren get embarrassed I know for a fact Woodley does not want that to be him and um you know even but Woodley's name this would be good for his name I saw he's posting clips on his YouTube channel um leading up to the fight you know training and stuff like that which is awesome you know that's just it's all good things for him you know especially Um, most guys, when they leave the UFC, you know, it's like, okay, straight to Bellator, straight to PFL, straight to, um, one FC straight to, um, I don't know if I'm forgetting one, but I'm sure I am, but still, you know, it's like, we're going to run away to another organization right away. Right. I like how Woodley's kind of looking at it from a financial standpoint, like what's going to, get me the most money, and and this is the fight, you know what I mean, and, um, I I hope he takes it seriously, I know Jake's gonna take it seriously, I really think that, I think that dude has shown that he's got a serious team around him that push him, he, he, and from what people say, you know, he prepares in the right way, like, he trains like he's a real, uh, a, he is a pro boxer. He trains like he's a pro a professional boxer. He lives a lifestyle. He and here's the here's the difference. You know guys that are coming up, right? Jake Paul has all the money to get the best resources. So his learning curve you'll see him make a lot of improvements that other guys might not have the ability to get to. Like you're going to have better coaching. You've got to afford better facilities for training, recovery, nutritionists. um, You know, not just a boxing coach, but you're going to have, you know, personal trainers, all this of world-class level that, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. He's a millionaire. He can afford whatever he wants, right? Um, So he's going to have access to the very best uh, that boxing has and training and you know just athletics have to offer to enhance his performance that guys coming up don't have access to um so clearly he's got power he's got timing he's not scared to get in there and the moment doesn't get too big for him that's what's big too he doesn't get nervous because he's already a big star he's used to this um, and I know Woodley won't won't be I mean Woodley's fought you know in the UFC title fights all that shit you know you can be nervous about a crowd and all that but that's like you know now you talk. let's bring KSI into the mix right, um, all right let me actually I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up the Jake and, and Tyron thing and then I'm going to get into the TikTok and YouTuber event KSI and all that I just want to say on Woodley and, and Jake Paul I'm so excited for this fight like this this isn't a money grab like logan paul and mayweather was this is going to be a real fight this will be exciting this has potential for uh fi- i think there's just going to be fireworks i don't the way jake fights he, he doesn't he doesn't go in there looking to you know go a few rounds or go the distance he goes in and take your head off and and tyron woodley does not is going to be doing the same thing you know, he did that when he fought Luke, a. He went after him, you know, because he knew. He's like, I got to, you know, bring out the dog in me to get this done. Um, I think it's going to be a hell of a fight. Like, it'll be a fight. Um, I'm excited for it, man. Like, Jake Paul's taking the... He's he's not a YouTube boxer anymore. The dude's really about it. He's on another level from all these guys. The YouTube, TikTok thing, KSI, Jake Paul's above them. He's past them. Um, he's doing laps around them, especially he's doing laps around ksi i don't want to hear the ksi jake paul thing anymore until i see ksi like and i do believe this um and professional fighters in the ufc boxing can attest to this that um to make it in the sport you have to be all about that sport you can't have other distractions that's where people go talk about tyron willie when he started to fall kind of fell off right He's on TMZ, he's trying to rap, trying to act, trying to do all these little things, all these, uh, these other avenues. Takes away from time from the gym, and it occupies space in your mind, right? So, um, it affects him negatively. Now, KSI, ever since the Logan Paul fight, has he been training? I mean He says he does, but does he? I know looks aren't everything, right? Aesthetically. But I look at when, you know, when he fought Joe Weller, shredded. He didn't pose, he wasn't really doing all that stuff. Great shape. Cardio obviously isn't an issue. Clearly isn't an issue for him. Logan Paul fight the second time around. Um, a little bit bigger because he wanted he has fighting a bigger opponent and all that. Um, but again, dedicated, was so dedicated to that. You just I feel like the way Jake has been doing it has for two and a half, three years now, like fully immersed himself into this life and is actively fighting, actively sparring. It is Jake Paul doing that. Um, I, I mean, is KSI doing that? I don't know. Um, I know Vidal Riley was his coach. He's not his coach anymore. And you know, the details of who his new coaches are and all that's kind of up in the air um but I, Logan Jake Paul is n- on on another level he's not in this YouTube mix in boxing in my opinion anymore going to fight Tyron Woodley I think when he took the Ben Askren challenge that took you out of that realm but now fighting Tyron Woodley he, that's you know that's a whole nother thing and if he beats Tyron Woodley if he beats him he let me say this if he knocks out Tyron Woodley right you're talking about somebody that's and i know what people say is like he's not fighting anybody fight, he's not fight he's fighting nobodies. you know um, look at f- all these boxers that you see you know that have or however many fights undefeated and all this these guys Fought nobodies in their career. You know these guys, their first shit, twenty fights maybe. Fight nobodies. You know they don't fight anybody that's on their level or. Um, they they fight guys that might be like zero and twenty or like one in fifteen. Nobody that really stands a chance. If you fight for Mayweather, um, if you're on Mayweather's team, you're gonna fight some trash cans for your first fifteen fights, maybe, because they want to build you up. And there's, I mean, I don't. Some people don't think there's an issue with that. I think that's one of the inherent problems with boxing, compared to like MMA and stuff like that, because MMA is, is. Um, You know, when you fight in, like, an organization like the UFC, you don't really, you don't get layups. Everybody there is, everybody there is a killer. You know, boxing doesn't work that way, but still. I'd say Tyron Woodley for your, give me, fourth fight. Tyron Woodley? That's a bigger jump than, like, probably 95% of the boxers. 95 is kind of a weird number. I don't know why I came up with that, but still. Fighting guy who is a former welterweight champion who is known to have explosive knockout power in your fourth fight who it's not like he's been retired who just fought like six months ago that's that's a big fucking deal now let's go i'm excited for that fight can't wait for it definitely going to do videos going leading into that predictions all that kind of shit um Now we're going to jump into the TikTok and YouTube um, event. Um, (sighs) I guess we're going to start with with, uh, Deji and Vinny Hacker. My personal opinion, I thought Deji would win until I saw him at the weigh-ins. Now, again, I know looks aren't everything, right? But that looked like a guy who... ...has not taken training seriously at all. Um, He... If millions of dollars are on the line... ...and you have to get in shape... ...so you don't get embarrassed... ...and you say you want to win... ...and he said he trained five times a fucking day. Unless he counted walking to McDonald's... ...as one of his training sessions... He didn't train five times a day. There ain't no fucking way. There's no way. There's no way. There's just not... It's just not possible. And then look like that. I would say training five times a day is ridiculous anyway. And, you know, even Paige Van Zandt, who is a professional uh, fighter, mixed martial arts, who, who was in the UFC and now bare bu- bare-knuckle boxing, Says, so like, yeah, that's not possible. I train, like, twice a day. Have a hard hard session in the morning, rest, and have another session in the evening or afternoon. She kind of called him out, but still. He, first two rounds, looked like he gave 150%, emptied his gas tank, and couldn't put Vinny away, and then third round comes around, and he was like, oh, shit. You know but he had no shame, you know, like I, you just, obviously the preparation was off and that's terrible. Like, I can't even believe you'd let yourself, I don't know. I mean, I guess for me, maybe it's different when you already have a few million dollars or whatever, but I I just, if it was me personally, I could never let myself, you can't cut any corners, you know? Um, You know, Teddy Atlas called the boxing ring the chamber of truth. And the thing is, you cheat, you're not running, you're not doing your road work, you're not sparring, all that kind of stuff. Come fight night, if you have a challenge on your hands, everybody in the the arena and everybody on TV will see it. And you can't hide it, usually no matter how good you are. Um, And we saw it, you know? he if he wants to fight again the thing is he's got a big name and he's had a few fights and he held on to that jake paul like oh i went farther jake paul than anybody well now you just now all that shows is um you fought jake paul when he didn't know how to box and you were i guess lucky in that sense um he's far surpassed surpassed you and so is pretty much everybody else, and maybe not a technique standpoint because I think his technique doesn't look terrible. I just think he he just cheats his training and his diet. Um, you know I'm no world world class athlete or anything, but still, I mean it doesn't take a fucking nutritionist or or you know personal trainer to see what what the issue is. Um, I don't know. But yeah, that was interesting, and and then Gib and um, um, Taylor Holder, I thought definitely as far as boxing skill set goes, was the best fight of the entire evening. Gib clearly has been training ever since nonstop since his Jake Paul fight. He looked really good, um, completely overwhelmed Taylor Holder i don't think taylor holder looked bad i just think he looked overwhelmed he just looked like a guy who maybe has has some talent you know but doesn't didn't have the sparring experience and didn't clearly he didn't have an answer for a pressure fighter um and you would have thought i mean Gibb has fought the same way in every single fight he's had the exact same way you know now he's you know, obviously fine-tuned and it's better than it has been, but, you know, he looked like somebody, Taylor Holder didn't look like he knew what to do or how to answer it, and they should have worked on that, and his sparring partner should have been, you know, shorter, aggressive um, fighters. It didn't look like they, it looked like they, and I realize it's because they don't have the experience, you can't just, like a professional fighter can be like, I'm fighting this style, this kind of fighter, I'm going to, uh, tailor-make my my camp for this opponent. I realize that these guys can't necessarily do that because they don't have the years and the fundamentals down, you know, that they can just, okay, I know how to do this to counter this and all, and all that. He just didn't look like it. I think he has talent. I think he should fight again, you know, maybe somebody more inexperienced, uh, if he's interested in doing that. I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of people that'll tune in for that, I'm sure. Um, I thought Gib looked great. I mean, I really did. Um, I, I, I what I think a fight would be awesome. I'd like to see Gibb and Gibb and KSI and I probably wouldn't do it cause they're friends, but I think that'd probably be maybe the fight to make. Um, and, but another one is, is KSI and Austin McBroom after Austin McBroom wiped the floor with Bryce Hall, um, and uh, as True Jordy said, if anybody knows who that is, he, he said anybody that's watched Bryce Hall's sparring footage knew that if he fights somebody, if Austin McGroom knows how to throw a straight punch, he'll win. And that's basically what happened. You know, you had a guy who basically rushes in with his hands down and his face, face first right into a punch. And here's the secret with it. These guys, when you're when the level is so low as far as skill, if you notice, the guy who knows how to throw a straight punch the best wins the fight. Because when they rush in and like in, and and McRoom did it, that's how he busted up his nose and everything. You just throw a straight a straight left hand. I mean, you might not knock him down right away, but you're gonna you're gonna eat away at him, and that's what happened. Um, you know, I just think it's kind of funny Bryce Hall claimed to be street fighter i've had over 40 street fights on us. was like okay well you look like a guy who's never fought before um so he looked terrible got his ass beat um now I, was, I thought he looked decent i mean definitely things that he needs to work on but he's new at it but i don't think he looked like too terrible given the level but um I know people are talking about him and KSI, and uh, people are trying to hate on him and say, "Oh, he's not at KSI's level." And my thing is, and, and I'm not a KSI hater. Like, I've I've been actually been a big fan of him, KSI, since like like 2012, 2013. I fucking used to love his FIFA 12 and FIFA 13 videos. Like, I was all about it. Okay, I'm not a hater. I'm just saying how I see it. Like, I don't think. McBroom's that far under his level. I really don't, especially with the inactivity for the past couple of years and what he showed against Logan Paul just windmill punches non-stop, amazing cardio, windmill punches, you know. Um I don't see a level that's high enough that everybody's, you know, going crazy about. Um I think Austin McBroom case I'd be good, but I think in case I'd be awesome too. You know, I think th- I, I think KSI. Like I think the reason I say give, and I know it won't happen because they're, you know, friends and where we're training partners and things like that. It's just the the pool of guys that are at their level. So they're not like obviously world class professional level boxers, but they're a little bit. They're definitely better than the rest, right? I think they have a little. That they should play in. And I think Gibb and KSI would be awesome, or Awesome McBroom and KSI would be cool too. Um, they seem to like to pivot some sort of rivalry, you know, with American entertainer and a UK entertainer to so try to get both sides involved. But hey, even if it was just Gibb and, and KSI, I mean, there's so many fans in, all over the world that would, you know, would be so excited to watch that fight. So, you know, um, I thought it was, again, I thought it was an awesome, entertaining fight. I mean, or or night of fights It was on the same night as the UFC, uh, with Adesanya last weekend. I think it was last week, weekend before. Um, and Hey, I mean, I thought it might've, it was a better main event than like the UFC was. And for the most part, And I fucking love the UFC. You know? But it's just because it's the entertainment shock factor about it is what draws us in. You know? And I eat it up. Oh, sorry, Dana. But I love it. (laughs) Um, and a lot of people do too. But, hey. Um, what else? What else big has happened? Um i think that's pretty much it guys i mean i just kind of wanted to cover everything that we've missed it's been big you know and um you know this is going to be an audio only podcast just by the way i forgot to say that at the beginning um, it'll be on spotify and itunes or apple Podcasts, whichever you prefer uh or even if you're on podbean and you want to find it there you can um, Make sure to share it with your friends. Uh, follow us on Twitter, the uncalled for, T H E E uncalled for. Um, you know, follow us there for all our updates. Um, you can interact with us, interact with us there um, or whatever. Check out our YouTube video, the Crossbar Challenge, and everything too. Um, get in the comments, and you know we'll read them definitely, and we we'll wanna interact and hear what you guys think. You know, good or bad. So. We enjoy doing it. I know it's just me, but um, I, I when I do it, I enjoy it. You know, and I know the other guys too. Trey was actually going to do one the other night. He recorded it about the um, uh, Sixers and and Atlanta Hawks series because he's a Sixers fan. He was going to go on a rant, but he recorded his podcast and then it. For some reason, it his mic wasn't working, so we recorded 30 something minutes of just nothing. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but anyway, the guys will be back in it shortly. Um, you know, definitely I will. So, if everybody else isn't here, I'll still be here. So, I um, feel like Theo Vaughn doing a solo one right now. Uh, Anyway, um, like I said, follow us on uh, Twitter. I think we have an Instagram too. It's going to be The Uncalled For. Um, So, yeah, share with your friends. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, And I will see you guys in the next episode.